Welcome to episode number 104 of Success Superstars and my special guest, Chris Ty from Frisco, Texas. Chris, welcome. Good morning. How are you doing? Doing awesome. So glad you're here and able to join us today. I appreciate it. Well, we have a lot to unpack. Okay. So you go to college in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. uh, graduate, what, two, 2008? 2008, December. And uh, do, do some stuff in escrow and title and that kind of thing. But you get your real estate license in yes. 2009. Your timing was perfect. <laughs> some would say so. The, the worst economic downturn in uh, our lifetimes. Sure. How did you... Well, one, why did you decide to get into real estate during the during the downturn, okay. and how did you survive through it? So, you know, getting my first job as an escrow officer in 2009 kind of got my wheels turning as far as real estate, the industry overall. So right. sitting apart and in, in talking with investors that are buying investment properties really got my gears spinning. And right. so from there, it was like, you know what, I can help these investors find properties. So not only can I do the closings, but I can also meet with these high net worth individuals and help them find homes. So that really got my gears turning as far as real estate goes. Uh, was more on the investment side. Um, so you know, looking at spreadsheets, running numbers, you know, was nice and all. But my true calling then came to helping others find actual homes and putting smiles on faces. Got it. So, so you get your biggest joy from from that. Oh, absolutely. Satisfaction when they move in and they tell you about their family and their home. There's something to be said when you get a good hug at closing right. that they're, they're just smiles, ears to ears. And that's what, that's what motivates me. Yeah. So you made it through the downturn mm-hmm. and you've now, uh, you've had one of your best years ever approaching 10 million in, in sales and you're, you're building out a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you know, it, it took a little, lot, a lot of inspiration. You know, I bounced around within the real estate industry a little bit, right. but uh, once, you know, I got my roots and decided, you know what? My calling is to help others. That really inspired me to say, you know what, you know, I've been through a lot and I have a lot to offer. And right. so putting together the team was just a great calling for me to then inspire other people to do or mirror what I have put in place and to learn from my successes and my failures because right. they've been those too. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so Chris, uh, $10 million is a great achievement, but not easy. Mm-hmm. Now you must have multiple sources of leads and, and how do you generate uh you know, the, the leads that drive that kind of income. So, and in, in last year, hitting close to $10 million actually came from a lot of referrals. Um, and I actually got both sides on a lot of deals. Um, right. So I worked um, a lot with some other JPAR agents, but I also was other, able to rep the buy and the sell side on a couple transactions. Mm-hmm. Um, so that did help me reach my goal. Um, in the later part of, um, in 2000, you know, 2019 is we got into ad spin on Facebook. Um, and so right. we're starting to implement that with the team as far as driving leads for the team. Right. Um, I want to be offered, be able to offer that for the team, and that's something that I'm working on and, and about to finalize here soon. Yeah. Now, how, how do you know, you know, obviously as a business owner, every dollar you spend, you know, has to have some type of a return. Mm-hmm. How are you measuring your effectiveness on your Facebook spend? So uh, I've paired with a couple companies that are tracking the KPIs. Right. Um, and so they have dashboards that allow me to dig in and look at those numbers so that I make right. sure that, you know, the dollars being spent are being returned back as far as closings toward our team. Right. Um, so, you know, like I said, we're just dialing it up um, and we're ramping up, which is nice because it can be scalable. Right. So however big the team is, it just depends on the ad spin. Yeah. And now if the team shrinks, bring back the ad spin. So it is kind of nice to that effect that I can track the dollars going out and look at future closings coming in. Yeah, I love it. So you're probably going to be measuring things, you know, like cost, 
cost per lead, cost per appointment, mm -hmm. ultimately cost per sale, mm -hmm. and uh, measure an ROI. So one of the one of the cool things about that is is you know I have a spreadsheet um, from Travis Robertson right. that shows you know if you don't make those appointments, this is the amount of money that you're potentially leaving on the table. So when right. you sit down and you look at that, just by not making that phone call, you could be leaving money on the table. And, yeah. and it goes, you know, for most sales, but when you put it on paper, it brings a different perspective. Yeah. So shout out to Coach uh, Travis Robertson there. Obviously, Absolutely. coaching has been a part of your life. How, how is coaching, you know, for so many people, coaching is this nebulous concept. Uh, how has it helped you uh, become a better business person? Um, as far as looking at a coaching overall, um, you know, always be trying to be successful, meaning always you're not always going to be the best at everything. Right. Um, so try to focus in on something to try to be really good at. Um, so for me, I took that as far as real estate. You know, I wanted to be an expert in real estate. I got right. my broker's license. I got a lot of certifications to be able to then talk to clients and teach them about what I've been through is very yeah. knowledgeable on a conversational point. Yeah, good. And, I, and I'm assuming in coaching, you've had a lot of uh, some of your coaches have helped you with mindset a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset and those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Talk to us a little bit about that if that's... So uh, again, kind of back to the last point was, you know, I always look to be growing. So either professionally or in the business aspect, you know, we don't know everything. And so always reach out because someone always has a story to tell. Right. Um, and so by learning from other people, you can pick and choose what works for you and geared towards what who you are as a person. But then you can take that and learn from other people that are maybe not as experienced and bounce ideas off of them as well. Because yeah. they may have a great idea that you haven't thought of. Right. Um, so I find big value in, in working as a team and coming up with concepts that will work for everybody. Yeah. So since 2009, have you ever wanted to throw in the towel? <laughs> That's a that's a loaded question. He laughs. It's a loaded question. It's a loaded question, you know, because I've always fell in love with real estate and helping people. Right. Um, there was a two and a half year stint that we were flipping homes. So I owned a flipping company okay. um, and it was a lot of fun. I learned a lot, you know, made mistakes and whatnot. You know, there was just a point, you know, in that season of my life that, you know, I wanted to do something different. Right. Um, so do I miss it? Sure. Absolutely. Um, would I go about some things a little differently? Absolutely. Um, but I did learn and grow a lot through it. But so I wouldn't say throw it in the towel because I don't like to be a quitter. Right. Uh, but there was some time during that two and a half years that I was like, you know, maybe this isn't my calling. Yeah. Uh, and now here I am, you know, about to hit ten million dollars in sales and, and putting together a team. So I love it. Yeah. So you had to you had to push through it. You had to yeah. persevere, and you learned from it. So. Absolutely. You know, always to you know never give up. You know, there's just. Focus in, buckle down, and, and get through it. Just, yeah. you know, any downturn, just say, hey, look, the mindset, I'm going to go in, and I'm going to capitalize, and I'm going to stride through this this problem that is ahead of us. Did, did that mindset always come naturally to you, or is it something that you had to learn and develop? I, my wife would say that it comes naturally. Um, I like problem solving, so if I can get into a situation and I can look at different scenarios and I can pick the best one, um, I'm very attuned to being able to find the solutions to problems. Right. Um, and I, that probably grew up as I grew up um, from a younger age, just you know, kind of learning how things worked and why things worked um, has really helped me to sit down and see from a 10,000 foot view problems that have ero arisen and what I can do to fix those. You know, one of my favorite quotes is, as business owners and business entrepreneurs, we solve problems for a profit. Yeah. Right? And so 
the problem solvers who find people's challenges and, and help them solve those, uh, uh, everybody wins. Absolutely. You know, problem solving, and I've told many people this, is the number one aspect of this business. Yeah, for sure. If you can problem solve, regardless if it's real estate or, or anything else, if you can problem solve, you will you will succeed in, in any sales job. It just ha- so happens that in real estate, we could put big smiles on people's faces for overcoming their problems. Yeah, for sure. Well, so as we wrap up, Chris, this episode, is there anything you'd like to share with the audience, uh, uh, a daily habit, a personal uh, piece of advice, uh, anything that you would share that might uh, benefit the audience? Um, Don't give up. You know, there are some times that you do want to throw in the towel, but, you know, you have to persevere through those things. And another thing is consistency. Consistency provides results. So if you can keep doing what you're doing and do it consistently on a daily basis, that will then drive your successfulness in this business. How have you, you know, we hear a lot of people talk about consistency, Mm -hmm. but being consistent is a lot different than talking about it, right? How have you worked through, you know, wanting to be consistent to being consistent? Uh, it kind of comes back to mindset. So on my yeah. calendar, I have time blocks and, mm-hmm. you know, I try and stick strictly to those time blocks, right. um, you know, daily prospecting, you know, one-on-one face-to-face with my uh, mentees as well as my team, right. um, giving value back to them, really just making sure that on a daily basis, I have everything filled out the way that I want to plan the day and then executing on right. that. And then is your coach, your accountability partner, your wife, a combination of people, do you hate? Who holds you accountable to those things? Um, my wife does help. Um, you know, she looks at the numbers of the business and says, "Hey, you know, let's close some more homes," because she likes it just, oh, just as well, right? So, but for that's real, real motivation, yeah. But but to be honest, like my motivation now is to the team. You know, because they come in and they look at you know me as saying, "Hey, you know, I'm I'm working on the team, and I need to prov- me as myself, I need to provide for them." Right? right, and if they can't succeed in this business, this may be something that I need to learn and grow on and help develop for the team. Right. So their their not neediness, but their want to succeed drives me to do what I need to do to make sure that they're right. successful. Right, leadership by example, servant leadership. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, well, awesome. Well, this will be a great episode. I can't wait for the audience uh, to see it. And uh, as we wrap up, we'll see you on another episode of Success Superstars real soon.